everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman. And joining us this week, Bradley Ellis. Hello. Ben Moore. Yo. And Brandon Jones. Yeah. Brad, what is your goal this week? Uh, to once again be a good boy. Okay. <laughs> Working on his life lessons. Oh, I'm so glad what does it mean to be a good boy? Good boys don't curse. Okay. Ooh. So need no, to work on that. No cursing. Ben Moore, what is your goal this week? To not think about Animal Crossing. Oh, Ooh. good goal. Brandon Jones, your goal this week? To bring a little James Hetfield into the podcast. <gasps> That's my favorite band. That's so funny. Why is Brad so excited about this? Because I want to hear Jones go, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, my goal is to debut my Saul Goodman impression. Who? I promised this from oh, Better Call Saul. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I promised I would. I promised I would do it on the podcast. And today's the day. Be ready. You are going to hear within the next hour and a half the debut of my Saul impression. Right now, not right now. This hour and a half. I was like, yeah. was that it? No, no, no. Yeah, that is my host impression. <laughs> Let's do corrections. Begin corrections music, please. Or jurors. Easy Allies is jurors. For the Game Awards. Great. What a yep. funny word. But not me. Wanted to make it clear that I'm not voting. Yeah. Everyone else is. But I wanted to make it clear just so there's not like that muddy thing of like, oh, is why can he possibly vote if he's also... I'm consultant. That's Shady my official business, title Kyle. is consultant for the Game Awards. Consultant those yeah, yeah. awards. <laughs> no, I'm not consulting <laughs> the award. Just to be clear, it's very separate. I did not even look at our Word document, our shared document, to see what we're voting on. It's, so when... When what? Persona 5 doesn't win, you will be directly involved in that. I, cons- I made that. I consulted that. Okay. Just to be very clear, those are all jokes. And also, <laughs> Ian didn't get married four times. That was a joke. That Wait, was what? definitely a joke. That didn't happen. Ian just so it, just so it's very, very clear, that was very much a joke. Ian did not get married four times. Those what, are three f- times? Right? I, I, think those, I think those are. I think those are my favorite comments when something is a joke and you think everybody knows. Yeah. And you get that super sincere comment where they're like, what? Yeah. That, that brings me so much joy. And when it when it's Shrek and Princess Bride, like, it's fun to keep that going, but I didn't want people to be that concerned about Ian's past. We right, because it was five times. Yeah. Yeah. The score of... Oh, it, we were talking about how, like, the Red Eagles won. Yeah. We've won the war. Yeah. The, the purple platypi can't possibly catch up. But uh, there was a really interesting comment about how, like, statistically, not that crazy. If you flipped a coin uh, uh, 58 times? No, that's not right. If you cl- flipped a coin, don't do the math live, 56 times. I did. Uh, 27 to 19, isn't that crazy? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's not actually that statistically weird. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we're super high on ourselves and proud for winning. But, like, really, it's yeah. not like we're yeah, that come good on, man. You got the home field advantage yeah. in your hair every week. No, because yeah. that's what I'm saying. Zone. That's what I said. There's no such thing as the home field advantage. Jones won on, like, a Wikipedia, Wikipedia entry on how many words are going to be in Wikipedia. Yeah, he probably wrote it. No. <laughs> I feel like... The purple platypus are in a lose-lose situation where mm-hmm. if we lose, it's like, of course they lost yeah. once again. And if we win, it's like, <laughs> finally. So it's just, it's just a bottomless pit of despair. We're changing the rules Ooh. for the third year. Yeah, look forward to it. Okay. I'm gonna try to make this even. I'm gonna try to make it right. Jeff Kaplan is the lead designer of Overwatch. Yeah. We didn't have his job title last week. We're just like the guy who's in mm. the videos. Jeff Kaplan oh. is like, no, he's lead designer. Yeah. Yeah. And really, this is my favorite kind of correction. Fighting game lore. Oro from Street Fighter 3, he actually does have his other arm. 
A magic spell binds one of his arms, and he normally fights one-handed, but he can dispel its effects and pull out the other arm at any time. This sounds like a cool discussion. Like, I, if, if somebody needed to correct this, I want to know, like, why this was brought up, or... Because of the rumors. Last week we talked about rumors oh, for Street Fighter uh, V. You know, like, Oro's coming. I'm like, yeah, Oro's the one with one arm. And in the correction, they're like, uh-uh. Uh-uh, nah, he's got a magic spell that binds that he arm. He fights with one arm. So I think he chooses. He chooses it. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I, you know what? All I need is this one. It's like how people think Oren had, like, a broken arm. I remember growing up, like, thinking, why is his arm broken right. or something? Why is it in this sling? Like, Wait, he chooses that. Who are these kids you're talking to? Friends I grew up with. Steven Losco. There's a name for you. Steven, Whoa. well, hold on. Don't do first and last. End correction Put you music. on blast, Steven. <laughs> Poor Steven. End correction don't. music, please. Yeah. What is my favorite way to start a podcast? Game announcement. Do we have a game announcement this week? We, we have do. the best announcement. Ben, do us the honors. Do we, what, was, what, really? what was announced this week? Valkyria Chronicles 4. Oh. <laughs> what, what? I'm just joking, <laughs> man. Woo! <laughs> 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 Why would we be excited about Valkyria Chronicles Four? Why wouldn't you be? Let's I, like seriously. That's that's my response to that. <laughs> is if you've played through Valkyria Chronicles, it's a, it's one of those games. Like I'm playing through Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door right now, and it's a game that I'm playing through. I'm like, how could anybody not like this? Yeah. How could you not like this? That's how I feel about Valkyria Chronicles. But it's not just that. Everything from the language that they're using in the description of the game to the video itself, it's like, no man. Like, listen, we got a little bit astray, but this is basically Valkyria Chronicles 2 in so many ways. We're doing exactly what you want. It's set, like, in the same period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, just the tone, the visual language that they're using, it's like, hey, this is for real. This is a super-duper Valkyria Chronicles system, uh, sequel on big boy consoles. Be excited. <laughs> so, Ben, yeah, basically, <laughs> the way you phrase that, I, I, I want to I talk about the timeline of Valkyria Chronicles, because I think it's actually very interesting. It's weird, yeah. Yeah. So, in 2008, we had Valkyria Chronicles, mm -hmm. and that was a turn-based strategy game. Yes. Looks great. Still yeah, today. Still looks great. That visual style. Uh, Holds up. Canvas. Yep. I guess we would call it a cult classic. Yeah, it didn't... It, it critically did very well. Yep. Sales-wise, didn't do so hot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, in 2010, Valkyria Chronicles 2 is exclusive to the PSP. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Hard pivot. Didn't have a PSP, couldn't play it. And so it takes place three years later in the story at a little cadet school. Yeah, the tone... I mean, I have not played that much Valkyria Chronicles 2. I just yeah. kind of dipped my toe in Valkyria Chronicles 2, admittedly, so I might be speaking out of turn here. But the just just immediately the tone is so different. Right. I, I think the what makes Valkyria Chronicles 1 so special is how well it handles the gravity of war like it, it it actually does a sincere effort at trying to make this serious and not skirting around mm -hmm. some stuff and then you get into Valkyria Chronicles 2 and it's like oh what if they were high school kids time. oh is that yeah. what it was like yeah, yeah. whoa yeah. yeah 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 whoa weird tonal change yeah right Valkyria 1 is very serious at points it is yeah it was the easiest nope it's like oh you're PSP exclusive and you're just about high school kids now right you don't understand what was good then in 2011, Valkyria Chronicles 3, which, by the way, was never localized. No. Yeah, only Japan. But there is a fan translation, oh. which I really want to play. Mm -hmm. I, like, went on play. You have to get, like, the specific version of the game to do the fan translation. It was sold out. Wow. And so that Whoa. Was, yeah, I was bummed. Whoa, was so you I mean, tried. I'm sure, yeah, with a little bit more effort, I'm sure I could get a copy and play it, but... 
people really hold three in high regard. So like, yeah, it was like, hey, you got to play this. It was hard for me to see just from the brief research I was doing. The story takes place concurrent with the first game, so it looks like the tone shifted mm-hmm. back to maybe a more serious. Scenario. It looks yeah, like it's yeah. definitely. Wow. Changed. So Ben, so that Valkyria Chronicle game that I'm thinking in my head that was on the Wii. Is that what you said? The no, first game? no, PS3. PS3 is the yes, exclusive. One. Okay, so yeah. that the game that we re- was reviewed back at Game Trailers. Uh, well, PS3 the, exclusive initially. Uh, yeah. That was one. That yes. was one. Just, oh, crazy. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was three. I thought that was like the right. last one we got. Okay, crazy. Oh, no, we had a couple of PSP ones. One, one of which the never the tanks came. and like the mission you had to like shoot the smoke grenades in to provide cover. And You're thinking of the right game, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, then we had, just this year, Valkyria Revolution. Yeah. Whoa. 2017. What a change. Came out on PC, PS4, Xbox One, action-oriented. Is Just a huge... I, I played a few hours of this yeah. and don't ever want to play any more at all. Um, like a completely huge misfire, just, Oof. just really rough around the edges. A battle system that is not fun. Like it's not a good action game. You mm-hmm. feel like it's maybe trying to get some of that strategy in, but doesn't go enough in either direction. And so it just ends up feeling like nothing because you think about the original Valkyria Chronicles and how well it brings real time combat into this turn-based system and how like it just nails it right out of the gate and does so well. It's like you have this action game that's trying to be different but fails completely. It, it's kind of a shame because Revolution did seem like it had a somewhat interesting story yeah. and, and did seem like it was trying to be pretty serious. Um, but but it feels like the franchise should have died there, right? They tried to revive yeah. it. You know what? I skipped something important. 2014 was the PC port, which was actually huge. This is actually really important. I don't yeah. think you can overestimate how important the PC re-release of Valkyria Chronicles was because that's when you really saw a resurgence. You saw people coming out of the woodwork who were already fans advocating for it, and you had a PC audience that was very receptive to that type of game. Mm-hmm. Like you had big streamers playing through Valkyria Chronicles for the first time, and it really got this recognition in a way from more people that it, that it hadn't for a long time yeah. since that original uh, It reminds me of when Dark Souls came out on PC. Yeah. Like a whole new brand, brand right. new audience was exposed to that game. It just elevated it huge. And it doesn't make any sense to me how you have this audience that embraces it out the gate, really supports it, uh, gives it a kind of resurgence, and then you come out with four and you're like, PC, nah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. I think that, as excited as I am for this announcement, mm-hmm. and as much as I think the announcement nails everything you want it to, like, that lack of a PC I think, is dumb. Yeah, I think it'll come, though. Oh, I think it will. It too. definitely will. Yeah, yeah, it'll come. I think just, it'll come. That's how they do those things these days. They're yeah. worrying about three other platforms, I guess, right now. Yeah, but I want to talk about this this announcement because it's a two part trailer. Yes. Right. Yeah, Jones, give me take. Tell me about the two parts of this trailer. Well, I wasn't expecting the second part. Okay. Because part one is uh, your classic documentary. Yeah. Inside the studio trailer. The old EA thing. What I found especially weird about that is someone was talking who I did not know. So it was a clearly a voiceover actor who was hired to do the trailer who was saying a lot of we, like we at Valkyria Studio, you know, project. I'm like, you're not a we. You don't you think don't that was the director? Yeah, you just kind of... No, I, I, that, was, that was a very sultry voice on that director who okay. did not identify himself. <laughs> kind of yeah. weird for the director to talk a lot about the game for Fair four enough. minutes and Absolutely, then not yeah. say who he was, lower uh-huh. third, come up or something. So that was a little weird. Either do one or the other. Either kind of have like a disembodied, like, look at these people doing this thing or be like, hi, I'm this director. I'm not going to 
sound as sexy as the other person, but I'm gonna I'm I'm on this team, so that this that's me. You, that's me right there. Yeah. And this is these are the other people that you're looking at. Yeah. So it's like a little, oh yeah, a little disembodied bit of, voice. Right. Okay. Uh, and then we 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 have some blurred screens. We almost see gameplay. There's one shot of a guy holding a controller and nothing is moving on the screen. It's like so a little bit. There's some parts of that were staged a little bit, and then we get into the game, and then it fades out, and we actually get. The, the the actual announcement trailer. But following. what's the message of the documentary part? What are they What are they trying to tell us about this this sequel? That's gonna be great. It's the real deal, is what they're saying. This is it. Yeah, this it's is gonna be. It's gonna be emotional. They, they've done some research. Uh, there was one sh- shot. I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I'd put that shot in there. But they're like, yeah, we're gonna announce our brand new video game. And we're just gonna show this shot of a real field. You know, and they like cuts to a field, and I'm like, wow, that oh oh that oh that's just a shot. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. just like you just took the camera out, you know, into some field somewhere and shot something. Where it's like you had me for a second there. Um, uh, but they they so I mean, it's a gorgeous game. Really really uh, interesting. Uh, uh, recognizable and I think attractive art style, and they said we we want to take that this this kind of car, you know cartoonish cel shaded uh, style of ours yeah. and, and and up the, the the resolution up the realism of it. But I think uh, another key part of that is kind of where Ben started us off with is I think the message there was saying this is Valkyria Chronicles two, mm-hmm. this is a real game. We want to be. We want to be proud of this. We want to make. Right. We want to make the real game that everybody wants. Even the language that it's using in the trailer, yeah. like kind of puffing up the Valkyria Chronicles name, like the series that like changed the world. Shook yeah, the world. Shook yeah. the world. Shook the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is one concern I actually have. Okay. Um, in Valkyria Chronicles one, I think uh, something that is is so key to you kind of falling in love with it is really and truly how down-to-earth its two central characters are, Wilkin mm-hmm. and Alicia. I mean, they are not crazy, super-powered, edgy, uh, tragic characters. They're just they're just real people. They're super normal, almost like kind of plain people who are put in into yeah. a war. Wilkin's dragged into it, yeah. And the relationship that they develop, it, it feels like an actual relationship. Yeah. It's not... It's not... No... One nozzle is turned like way too high up, and it's just—it's so rare that you see that where you, you have a relationship and you have characters that feel just so incredibly down to earth. And I hope that there's that sense in four. Like yeah. I hope, I hope it's a mix of seriousness, and it's like, oh, I can—I actually can relate to this. Like if I was in this situation, I'd be responding. Uh, like these characters do. So part two of the trailer is gameplay. Yeah. Well, not gameplay. No game playing, but in-engine cutscenes. Yeah. Uh, wish we saw, got to see a second of some... <sighs> some I thought it was weird that at the end of the first trailer, whatever they're talking yeah. about, they show the logo, then they show the game, mm-hmm. then they do the logo later. Like, you should have done have the impact of the actual game first. It's so weird. I think they wanted to kill the suspense. I think they wanted to kill the worry, Brad. I think that's why they start off with like, don't worry, don't worry, it's we legit. Got the Might as well just start legit. the trailer with Dog Here of Chronicles 4. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just start like that. We get it, we get it, we get it, we get it. We, get it. we, know. we know, we know, we know we made a couple of PSP games, we know. This is like the, yeah, that's kind of the message. I think that's what that was about. Yeah. Uh, the, We know the game takes place concurrently with the first game again. Super cool. We're not moving the timeline forward again. Uh, It's snowy. 
Yeah. We got snow instead of, of grassy fields. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looked like there was a little, but yeah, primarily snow. But Ben, and what, I guess I guess what you feel from those cutscenes and this this dramatic uh, trailer with mm-hmm. uh, people singing over it and mm-hmm. uh, many titles over it as well, right. uh, that you're not feeling the down-to-earth characters. I, I just don't sense it yet. That mm-hmm. It could just because this is, hey, we're, we're announcing this game. We want it to be dramatic. We yeah. want it to be high-tension. We want it to... Uh, feel impactful and so maybe that's coming i don't know but, but. <laughs> by the tone of the first trailer like where they're talking about it saying like oh this is what you wanted right i feel like they know what people liked about that first game yeah so i hope it carries over i could see it there's yeah. that dog though yeah i, 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 <laughs> yeah, I mean like, that's a great joke but it's also no. it's a good shot to start on yeah. absolutely i totally yeah. agree the first shot we see of the of the actual trailer is is a yeah. group shot of these soldiers <laughs> yeah you kind of had that in the first one you yeah your little group and then they smile and then they walk away after the photo was taken the, there's one more thing that i really do want to touch on sure very briefly um and i think it maybe it doesn't feel quite as noticeable because this has just been happening over and over and over and over again but it is insane to me, it is absolutely insane that we are getting a Valkyria Chronicles 4 that is being marketed like this, that is being made this way. Like, this was a dream, mm-hmm. yeah. like, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the history of what's happened in the last two years, 2017 and 2016, the way, like, we mention Yakuza now, and we don't even think about it. We, we talk like Yakuza is a known quantity. Yeah. Like, that was not the case. Yeah. Like, people really had to fight for these things and like the fact that Nier Automata is being considered as one of the best games of the year like this is crazy something happened feel yeah. good moment this game announcement yeah. <laughs> that's what it was it was a feel like, good moment that dream should have died with Valkyria yeah. Revolution and it right. wasn't looking it should have good. died there yeah. no, it was looking it bad yeah. and it's like we're had, like oh no you wanted mm-hmm. and I remember when I started at, at Game Trailers in 2013 and this is not a slam to anybody who worked there but I remember like multiple times we'd be like, I'd be like hey I'm interested in this Hey, that's cool. It's not that you can't do that, but there are other things that are bigger. Like you need to focus your attention on that. Mm-hmm. And the way people cover games, thanks to kind of the proliferation of like a lot of big shites shut- shutting down and like spreading out. Like you have this YouTube audience that is talking about whatever they want to. Like pe- more people are able to voice their opinions on why these games that were getting ignored are suddenly great. Mm-hmm. And it's, it has actually changed things. We live in a time where I feel like anything is possible. Like I am, I can't, I can't go into too much detail, but Whoop. like I'm playing through Xenoblade Chronicles two right now. Oh, of course. Cool. Okay. And it is, it is insane to me the way that the game is designed that it exists at all. <laughs> like two years ago, it would have felt, not two years ago, probably a little bit longer than that. Like this is a mean tease. Ago. This is too mean. No, it's just, <laughs> I, I, it makes me so happy that we don't have to have those conversations of, oh, that's not big enough. Oh, yeah. that's not going to draw the audience. Mm-hmm. I feel like games that are doing right by their consumers, like you look at Yakuza 0, right? That is a game that you can spend 100 hours in that isn't nickel and diming you, that is just a great game, a yeah. great story, super well-polished, super well-made. Like, these games are getting the attention they deserve, and it's a beautiful thing. And I hope Valkyrie Chronicles 4 is like that. Uh, I guess, finally, what, a really interesting thing about Valkyrie Chronicles 4 is how finished it looks. Games yeah. slated for 2018. Right. We had no idea it exists. Well, I think we the Valkyrie project was kind of teased at yeah. ahead of time. But no, no gameplay shown until this moment. But that's, what's, that's what's such a bummer about that first part of the trailer. Is like they go in. I'm like, oh, that 
oh, it's too bad. We don't see the game yet. And like, yeah. some of that art looks kind of cool. And it's, it's just weird to me that like somebody's like, I'm going to make this door look the best. This could be the best door ever. I'm really, yeah. this door is going to be really neat. And they're like, cool, to show off your work, we're going to print that out on an 8 by 11 sheet of paper and just kind of <laughs> fold it over this book. And then kind of shoot it at an upside down angle. It's like, great, thanks. That my work, thank a lot. I appreciate that. Thanks for just coming by my desk and shooting that. Yeah. Um, and, and we thought that would be the end of that trailer. So it's like, right? oh bummer. Yeah. Okay, I can't. Yeah. I can't wait to see actual gameplay. And then yeah. they start. It's like, why did? Why was this not peppered at all in the documentary stuff? Mm-hmm. It seemed like that was made, and then they maybe wanted to release that, but they were like, no. And then they had the other trailer, and like, well, we'll, we'll just kind of you know, jam them together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Release them both that way. Um, <laughs> it's funny that you mention how well put together it is because like you look at the rough development of revolution and then the final mm-hmm. product and like just characters talking to each other looks awful like they animate Whoa. awfully like it's not it looks like a game that was strained in every single way and Ooh. you do not get that vibe from this uh and like how did this happen <laughs> how did this happen how did they, they need to explain themselves yeah they need to say why this happened uh from the positive sales of the first game. I think so. I think on Steam, I think it rejuvenated yeah. it. And I think and somebody actually listened to yeah. what was wrong like, with it. Why me. don't we give people what they want? Yeah. They'll buy it. Why did we make an action game? Why yeah. did we do that? Okay. Why so did we do that? You're fired. I think, Brad, you're completely right. 100%. And I think what this means is everybody needs to go right now and buy a copy of Dragon's Dogma on PS4, Xbox One, or PC so we can get that ball rolling. Yeah. I think that would be next, ben, right? That would be next. That team is doing Devil May Cry 5. Just believe that. That's what I want to believe. That's mm-hmm. why there's no Dragon's Dogma 2. Well, Kami is returning for 5, so it'll be I know, but they'll be involved. All go right. go ahead go ahead and download Parappa the Rapper HD. Go ahead. What, what about Deep Down? Was that officially dead? Yeah, that's dead. It's not officially dead. I think that's dead. At the, at the PS4 Pro debut, they had more Deep Down. It's oh. gone, dude. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yes. Isn't that weird? Yes. We are deep. It's super weird. Deep into the life Isn't of the that, PlayStation 4. Is it four years now? the game they ever showed? Right? Yeah. That was the, the PS4 debut. They're like, check this out. Well, Do that. Uh, uh, Bye. Fanta Never Ray. Never came out. Well, yeah. Obviously, the number one reason why I love video games is because of the games themselves. But this fascinating, like... Hey, what happened to Deep Down? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the boldness of that announcement and how, like... How sure it felt, and then all of a sudden you have things that come out of nowhere, like Resident Evil Seven. Here we go. Yeah, like, <laughs> what, this it is a never-ending wild ride that you cannot predict. You yeah. can't predict what's going to happen. I truly believe there are people at Capcom who are getting paid today to work on Deep Down. But what are they doing? What are you doing? <laughs> like a team of three. Yeah, yeah, it might be a team in of three. the mail room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's Panzer Ray going? They're like, oh, it's good. It's good. We got a new dragon. Yeah. A new ugly dragon. You ready? Ready? Chuck. So uh, the NPDs for October 2017 were released this week. Lay it on me. Uh, I want to play a game with this, actually. Okay. So we had this huge situation. We talked about it on the podcast where Assassin's Creed Origins, uh, uh, Wolfenstein 2, and Mario Odyssey were all releasing on the same day. Mm-hmm. October 27th. Crazy day. And that's toward the end of the month. We have October tw- NPDs. So I want to ask the panel where you think these games fell, where they dropped in uh, the NPDs, which are, by the way, uh, uh, North America's uh, tracking yeah, of, of oh, games, man. of revenue. Can we the order them first? Sure. I think I, I feel cozy I can get that right. Okay, yeah. let's see your ordering. Uh, Mario and then Assassins and then Wolfenstein. Any other opinions? I'm going to believe Mario's number one. 
You know, I'm, I like Jones's picks. I like it, Jones. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll the go same with order. That. You're all wrong. Is it AC Mario Wolfenstein? Assassin's Creed Origins. Whoa. Damn multi-platform. Yes. Yep. Wow. Get it, Ubisoft. Yeah. Well, not everyone can buy a Switch, I guess. We are yet. getting yeah. another Maybe. one of those. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. I mean, because we talked I about what they were waiting on for these sales. I wonder if that's really going to change anything. Is that another Assassin's just already cooking? Has it been? Oh yeah. Oh for yeah. The last sure year like half, like, cooking like, already. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they're going to have RPG oh, elements. Wow. You know, yeah. for as much as I said anything was possible, sometimes I have moments where I realize that like there is this whole broader audience for video games that we're not even aware of and they're not aware yeah. of us. Yeah. Like, we're, we <laughs> oh, are, yeah. We are in a particular sphere. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. He, I mean, even when we were trying to rank those, I think we, we like came back to like Assassin's Creed always sells. And then we learned just a couple of weeks ago that it that it outsold Syndicate was the one before it, 100. Yeah. percent That it like doubled the the first week sales of Syndicate. Where does it place in like the Grand Assassin's Creed rankings? Oh, I wonder. Yeah, yeah, that's actually interesting. Yeah. Uh, People are hungry after that year. Wait, do what do we think is number one on the NPDs? Number one, it's game? not Assassin's Creed. Uh, <sighs> FIFA. Yeah, a sports game like. That, uh, it's a good what, guess. Uh, Strong guess. Know which ones came out? Uh, NBA. Jones, you got a guess? Nope. NBA? Middle Earth Shadow of War. Oh, number one. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. Okay. Yes. Wow. Number one in October. And remember, just it had more weeks out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But that's cool. Uh, yeah. So Assassin's Creed number two, Mario Odyssey number three. Where is Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein 2. Number six. I like six as well. I will go with ben, six. Ben, you got a guess? I'm, I'm scared it's nine. Yeah. I'm going to go eight. Number 14. Oh. oh, it is a bummer. That is a bummer. That sucks. Little, little is broad uh, audience, so. Mm-hmm. How about uh, how about The Evil That's... Within 2 that released on October 13th, Friday the 13th? How did it do? Yeah, where, do you, where does that place? Uh, 20. I'm going to say 10. Jones? 9. 13! Oh, it's burn a thought, yeah! That, yeah, that's a... Uh, oof, yeah, not in the top 10. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Man, so I mean, that's kind of where we're at. So many good games this yeah, year. Like, oh, game, yeah. game, 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 I mean, do well. When you give me that lineup, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, we're so fortunate, like, truly to be able to be like, yeah, I'm going to get all of those and then play them when I have time. Like, that's not how it works yeah. for most people. Yeah, like, you got to like, pick one. Oh, I'm maybe. most familiar with and attached to Assassin's Creed, this series that I've been with for you know, however many years. Like, Wolfenstein seems cool, but I'm not as sure on it, so I can only buy one. Like, yeah, that yeah, okay, that makes sense. Uh, South Park was number four, which I think is kind of yeah. interesting. Wow. Yeah. That game's good. Oh, yeah. wow. Huh. All right. I'm not laughing, but yeah, it was fun. I'm kind of like done with it, Ben. You're done That's with okay. It? Yeah. That's fun. Okay. Yeah. How far, how, I've, I've played Play like Wolfenstein now. five hours, <laughs> six hours? Well, I, think I, did, I think I did my ten. I think I put okay. in my ten hours. Right. And it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you got to that first shake. Yeah, yeah, I gave it a fair shake. NBA was number five. FIFA's number six. WWE, number seven. Oh. Madden, number eight. That was the sports block. Uh, Destiny 2, dropping, number nine. Oh, yeah. It was number one the week prior. I've heard nothing but vitriol for WWE. And as someone who's clueless really? about the sport and the it. game. Yeah. But it, it's that's, okay. I haven't played uh, it. Buggy and just bad systems that seem to be designed around microtransactions that oh. they never implemented into the game. <laughs> so it's just... Like there's currencies, but like Man. you can't actually buy them, so the <laughs> currencies are there for no reason. You know, you got to earn the currencies to that unlock sucks, the boxes. Dude. Yeah, two K. Uh, yeah, stuff. Grand Turismo Sport number eleven, but yeah, that was kind of cool. Oh, wow, good really? NPDs. Yeah, I forgot that even came out a lot. Yeah, 
I just I don't know if Gran Turismo Sports gonna do bonkers like Gran Turismo is used to doing. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't seem exactly. like they're treating it as big of a deal now. Yeah. It used to, like, Gran Turismo used to feel like a huge deal. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It's not just you. Okay. That's a valid opinion. Like, I just Grand- remember Gran... Like, I never even played Gran Turismo's, but I didn't, knew didn't when they were coming out. Didn't Gran Turismo resell, like, a billion copies? A billion, yeah. You, if you look it up at Wikipedia, it's a billion. Yep. It's crazy. I mean, four sold a billion. Five sold a billion. Six did. Maybe because it's not numbered. People aren't as interested. Yeah. I mean, six hit. Six took a big hit, but that came Didn't out so close. Prologue closely. do a lot, too? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it There's is crazy. different competition now, though. Mm-hmm. Forza and stuff like well, that. Well, I mean, you you had that you had that like gap where you had no Gran Turismo, so yeah. you, like of course you had to go out and find other things, and yeah. I think that lapse really, really hurts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool month, October. Uh, Switch was number one uh, among hardware sales. Number two, SNES Mini. Oh my goodness, I think you're right. Isn't right. it like Wired Magazine's device of the year or somebody? The Switch. Who cares? Somebody. I think it was time. I think time. time I think time okay. actually did that. Yeah. <laughs> I. I feel like with, the PS4, the Xbox One, when I first got them, mm-hmm. and people would ask, "Hey, should I get this? Should I get this new system?" I'd be yeah. like, "It's cool, but if you're not hyper into video games, maybe wait a little bit." Yeah. Whereas, like at this point with the Switch, I'm like, "No, like jump in." No matter what. There's stuff. There's a lot of good stuff that you don't want to like, miss. It's Mario and Zelda. Yeah, you're, you're no, but it's, but it's not just that. If it was just Mario, I know, Zelda, but I'm just saying, like, like there's that, so yeah. many. Can you just say that? Mm-hmm. Usually in one year, right? No. Brand new Mario and brand new Zelda. No, no, you can't. You can't say that. You got Mario and Rabbids. Mario and Rabbids again. Yeah, it's like yeah, I mean, Mario Kart Eight. Ben, I don't even need to go that far down the list yet. Too. I don't even have to go down that list. No, yet. I know, but that's that's the thing is you don't with the switch. Here's the thing. Here's how you sum up the switch. Okay, you don't have to go that far, but it keeps going. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it just keeps going, baby. It just keeps going. Buy one. Sure, we that virtual console though. And I, I think it's easy to say that, like, you, you can just anticipate the like, you know, Nintendo fanboyism or bias or whatever it is. But I also think you just gotta, you gotta call something out when it's doing well. Yeah. Like, you yeah. Know, Let's see if it lasts. Like momentum keeps. Oh, no, you hear that? Oh, sounds like it's podcast halftime. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of November. Dreams do come true. El Fanis. Hogue Law Business Law Firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hogue started Hogue Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the Allies. Check him out at hoeglaw.com. Mango. Jigarbov Productions. Vegetables taste good. <laughs> iKeyless. Since 2002, iKeyless has specialized in replacement automotive keys and remotes. They can save you up to 75% off of dealerships' prices. Visit their updated website at iKeyless.com and use promo code EZA at checkout for free shipping and an additional 17% off of your order. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure currently in development at Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. JoJo Dentco, your friendly automotive dent repair expert. If you are currently an EZA patron and are in the Denver metropolitan area, tweet at FastMower if you would like to have your minor door dings repaired free of charge. 
All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you. So this could potentially be a long discussion or a short one. Short. 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 All short. 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 We're talking microtransactions. Uh, short. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so since we recorded our podcast last week about the microtransactions uh, kerfuffle involved with Star Wars Battlefront 2, EA straight up said, okay, look, they're gone. <laughs> For now. You cannot spend money on microtransactions in the game. And uh, this was something on me in, in the reporting on this podcast. I didn't realize that Tuesday was the early access release of, mm-hmm. of Battlefront, and then Friday was the actual release. And so before the actual re- release of Battlefront, they removed the ability to spend money mm-hmm. on microtransactions. So if we want to laugh at the situation, you, you got to love you know the position Huber was in where he's like, all right. I finished the script for Battlefront. These micro- microtransactions are an issue, but like, here you go. And then, like, the next day, they're like, we're dropping it by 75%. He's like, okay, all right, okay. I <laughs> sent like, back with that link. Re- yeah. Rewrites the couple paragraphs, and it's like, okay, there you go, Blood. He's like, they're gone now. And he's like, all right. <laughs> he's yeah. back and, like, rewrites those paragraphs. Well, no, t- I mean, tell me how the review changed. Did it affect the score? Uh... I don't believe so. Uh, you would have to ask Blood or, or Huber. Yeah, Did it affect know. the tone? Of I know the Huber was waving a little bit. I mm-hmm. know he he fluctuated. Yeah. Um, but I don't know specifically what where it was and when when he moved it for what reasons. But I I do know the uh, the the last couple of paragraphs in there specifically addressed. They're like, okay, it's gone now, but it's still hard to get these heroes. It's still yeah. I just still did not like the single player campaign. It's still uh, a restrictive game. Uh, Jones, I would actually like, because this is always very fun, for you to read the to. justification for removing the microtransactions. And where was this? I didn't. This wasn't like the official image they sent out. Was this like on their website? Or? Yeah, this is this is from them. This is from EA. This is from their blog. Uh, this was their explanation of why the microtransactions, you can't spend money on them anymore. Because I enjoyed the 75% drop, was yeah. just kind of like an image with text on it, and that was fine. Oh, yeah, that the, was weird, the microtransactions are gone, had like a border and stars in the background. Yeah. It was in the Star Wars font. Mm-hmm. Like, that was more like... They're gone! <laughs> get yeah. the marketing team to put a really fancy-looking apology together. Honestly, it's so weird that that's <laughs> basically, like, you can put stuff on a blog, but the way to get it spread is to, to make a JPEG and post that on Twitter. That's so weird. Yeah. Because I saw people that didn't retweet it and quote on top. They just grabbed the image and yep. made their own tweet with the image. I mean, it's a good so way to just make a spread. Yeah. yeah. All right, go ahead, Jones. Thank you to everyone in our community for being the passionate fans oh, that no, you just are. Start with us. Ah. Start with us. There's okay. there's a lot of language there that I don't have the patience for. <laughs> like when you just said thank you to everyone, that's nobody wants to see that right there. Do you know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you to everyone for saying it's, it's so like, generous. Yeah, exactly. It's, all right. Okay. As we approach the yeah. worldwide launch, it's clear that many of you feel there are still challenges in the design. We've heard the concerns about potentially giving players unfair advantages, and we've heard that this is overshadowing an otherwise great game. This was never our intention. Sorry, we didn't get this right. Ooh, look at that. Hey. We hear you loud and clear, so we're turning off all in-game purchases. We will now spend more time listening, adjusting, balancing, and tuning. This means that the option to purchase crystals in the game is now offline, and all progression will be earned through gameplay. The ability to purchase crystals in-game will become available at a later date, only after we've made changes to the game. We'll share more details as we work through this. In the same paragraph. All right. We have created a game that is built on your input, and it will continue to evolve and grow. Star Wars Battlefront 2 is three times the size of the previous game, bringing to life a brand new Star Wars story, space battles, epic new multiplayer experiences across all three Star Wars eras, and more free content to come. 
We want you to enjoy it, so please keep your thoughts coming, and we will keep you updated on our progress. Jonas, do you think that team loves Star Wars? Do you get the impression from that? From the language? Yeah. It's a little... I don't know who wrote Can this. I so I don't, did the team write this? I don't know. Can I see the last paragraph? I do, I do believe there are a lot of people who worked on that. Oh, but like what, that, what you that, said before is you don't feel like they're communicating how much they love Star Wars. That's what you said last week. That's what you want to see out of EA. It's what you want to see out of DICE is that they're privileged to work on Star mm-hmm. Wars. Do you get that vibe from I this? I will completely overlook that because yeah. that used the word sorry. Oh, okay. And that, that to me was... Uh, was was better than a lot of the messaging that EA has done so far. We have it, created it, a game that is built on your input. Yeah. I highly doubt well, yeah, that. Yeah, no, there was another one. No, no. The <laughs> highly other, doubt that. Even with them saying sorry, they still got to dig. They're like, uh, we've heard concerns about potentially giving players unfair advantages. It's like, oh, come on. It's like, you guys knew this. I mean, you know, there's, ru- there's rumors that there's some nefarious things going on there. But, yeah. But, uh, but they said they're sorry, and, and uh, this was a very clear... Something happened. This is a very clear... Uh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's get out ahead of this. If we can. So, do we uh, just uh, brush it off? Is that done? No. We're clean? No. We're good? No. Dice? We don't know. solved it? We don't know they what they're going to do. They don't have do like a clear plan. When they come back. Can you imagine removing the microtransactions, being a good guy, and then bringing them back somehow? Yes, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> they're going to come back. They, they said will. Yes, yes, they will. But how can you be a good guy when you do that? How can you possibly do that? They'll the be right like, way? right, everyone gets three free loot boxes. Well, that, but I mean, that's the other thing too. Is that's one thing that not a lot of people talk about uh, with with microtransactions. Yeah. It's like you got to give me free stuff sometime. Yeah. Like, in, in my favorite microtransaction games, I don't know if Hearthstone ever did this, where you just signed into Hearthstone and they were like, "Hey, you do here's, that here's some, here's some yeah, stuff." Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah. Uh, especially one of my favorite things that's in the it. world is gal- is when I signed into Galaxy of Heroes and they're like, "Hey, the servers went down yesterday. We're so sorry. Here's a bunch of crystals." And, you and I'm like, notice. "I didn't even play yesterday. Yeah. Great. <laughs> like, thanks." <laughs> But I mean, yeah, Brad's totally right. Draft your tweets now. When they do come in, you're getting some free stuff. Everybody on gets that free points. Uh, ah. I, I would I would not be surprised if this comes with the with Finn and Phasma. Those are the next characters oh, yeah. in a couple like probably, a map, yeah. map or two. It'll probably come free with an update. Episode so they're like, eight costume. We're asking for money, but we're giving you this stuff for free. Um, also, with the update, there's not two updates. You got to download. It's just kind of one big thing. And uh, yeah, the mistake is not to say anything. I mean, they say it in there specifically, we will keep you in the loop, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be nasty if they were just mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, yeah, you, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, we didn't mention. The purchases are back. Yeah. <laughs> ben, isn't this crazy? We've never seen anything like this, I think. This is an embarrassing panic button, is mm-hmm. what this is. It's the right panic button to hit, though, right? They should have t- they should have canceled all sales, cr- crystals, <laughs> sales of crystals. The, yeah, but it, it, it what this reads like to me is oh man we are taking an unbelievable amount of heat so much heat that we have to do something mm-hmm. all right pull the plug plug it back in once this quiets down like to me that is mm-hmm. not that is not the right move the right move is to just leave that thing unplugged like if you really want to be impressive mm-hmm. you say we messed up and we're we're done like we're not doing that we're we're completely changing this game forever um, because it just, how, how do I believe the, the sincerity when you include in your sorry, we'll put this back in later. Like, no, that's mm-hmm. like the, what, when you take the whole scope of battlefront two, like I've seen people say publicly like, Hey, you know, they, they took it out. I've gotten all the heroes in the game. I'm, I'm having a good time, but it's not just that it's, if you go and you look at their whole campaign, for Battlefront 2, all of it is them trying to use good faith. 
Mm-hmm. We listened. We get it, you guys. We're on your side. Can you be- can you believe how much more stuff there is in this game? In the first it's one, it's three times bigger. Can you believe that's that we three times I really Can you believe that we released really that first game? Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Like, forget that. Here we are. Like, that is what is so upsetting because if you look at the original state of Battlefront Two, and and Hubert said it best in the last frame trap. It is the most convoluted and like disgusting progression system in recent memory. And when you build your whole campaign on how great you're being, and then you throw that in there, like this, this thing isn't just gonna wash away. I don't think. I don't think you can have a conversation. It like the state Battlefront Two is in right now. Whatever you say about it, like, oh man, I was playing Battlefront Two last night. Like somebody's gonna respond, but yeah, can you believe what they did? Like. EA is rightfully suffering for their bullshit. And I want to I want to talk about that because there is reporting that there was pressure from Disney. Whoa. And that this happened a day I want to believe that so yeah, hard. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say that's that's bogus. Right, right, right. We saw uh uh Fritz of uh Wall Street Journal refute that it was by uh, the original report was Bob Iger, CEO of Disney's calling Andrew Wilson and say fix this, fix this now. And that that turns out not to be as true. Uh but uh, there certainly was pressure, or maybe not certainly, but it seems like everybody agrees that Disney was saying, this is bad, please fix this. We got a movie coming out in a month. Yes. Why, why is everyone angry at Star Wars right now? Right, they're following, They're looking at the <laughs> yeah. notifications on Twitter, they're seeing like, it's, oh, we're trending, we're trending! And yeah. just, oh, <laughs> I have oh. to imagine the panic is honestly the, the flood of articles that you are the most downvoted Reddit, Reddit post, post of all time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's weird to me that that has so much power. Mm-hmm. That like, like a company can't stand having that distinction. Like no, it just not makes Reddit. Them not us. No, right. it's weird. Yeah. How are they gonna sell Battlefront Three? <laughs> like, what is that? No. Listen, guys. What's no. that? What 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 celebrity is gonna tweet at you about this mm-hmm. this time? Like, Mark Hamill's gonna come out. Yeah. Ooh, Brad, you Listen, nailed it, dude. No, Harrison Ford comes out. Yeah. Listen, we heard that. They are not. <laughs> they do not we have heard the money. We heard your complaints. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think almost in like kind of a weird way. I think if Battlefront. Three plays it straight. Mm-hmm. You can almost see the narrative being written, where you have people who come out and they're like, "Actually, guys, I played Battlefront two and I had a good time, and you don't have to worry about any of that stuff anymore." Like you can just see that story <clears throat> writing itself, where you, Battlefront two messed up so hard and was so despicable that like not being despicable is a huge success, which I'm not sure is the bar that we want to place. No, that's very industry. that's yeah. very low. Yeah, very low bar. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It is. It is. Jones. It needs an assassin. This is Assassin's Creed Syndicate. It needs Assassin's Creed Origins. It needs to just say like. It this needs, isn't even close to Syndicate. It can't be Battlefront Three. And I know they're probably planning on Battlefront Three right now. Oh yeah. They they are hitting the brakes today. You know they're going into their meeting tomorrow and they're like, what do we? What can we do? But I don't understand how in the midst of all of this, which Battlefront 2 is enough of its ma- of a mess on its own, yeah. that you come out and you say that you're killing the single-player Star Wars game. Like, can, yeah. like why? <laughs> what? How could anybody possibly Just think the cherry that that on top to get people upset. <laughs> right. yeah. it's, it's fine to tie And they're like, together. we own Respawn now. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, it's three times the size. Think of the value, Ben. Ben, think of the single-player campaign that uh-huh. they're giving us. Yes. We should feel so lucky to get that. Mm-hmm. 
free content updates, man. Free. It's all on, free. Man. Everything's on, free man. in here. No more season pass. How can you complain? We're giving you free DLC. I do think Wolfenstein 2 is a very incredible game that has a super strong script and does not have any bullshit like this associated with it that people should go play if you feel burned by Battlefront 2. It's number 14 on the NPD, so... Yeah, no multiplayer. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you, you know when I said anything is possible? Yeah. Maybe nothing is possible. It's number four. Sorry, number four. Uh, do we think that Star Wars Battlefront 2 will be high up on the NPDs? Mm, I bet November? there's a, a large number of people that don't even know about this, and they don't care. Yeah. They're just like, oh, sweet, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I've, I've seen a lot of people, you know, that are like, uh, I'm having a good time. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I've seen a lot of tweets. They're like, I just beat the campaign and I've unlocked every hero and yeah. I've played the game for 20, 30 plus hours and it's great. But I have to, because in my own personal opinion, what I've played of Battlefront 2, like I just was not that impressed both on a single player and multiplayer front. I have to wonder if the response was just so fierce and aggressive and like frankly loud that going into Battlefront 2, I think when you have a response that that's strong... How could you not walk away and being like, no, it's not that bad? Like, is that what we're seeing? Are those good times just in light of how loud this whole controversy has been? Like, if any of this hadn't happened, would we be seeing that language? I think, I Ben, I think there's still an innate joy of holding a Star Wars gun and shooting it. Do you know what I yes. mean? I yeah. think that I think there is still like a baseline. Every anyone can enjoy turning into Darth Maul, and so I think that. The game can be nasty and dirty and and take forever and just stupid and but you're still playing a Star Wars game and there's still something very fun about that. There is something very fun about that, but I mean we've had we've had great Star Wars games, like truly great Star Wars games that fulfill the basic requirement of being a Star Wars but are actually like well designed and interesting and push in in like crazy directions. Like mm-hmm. think of Knights of the Old Republic. You could remove all of the Star Wars from that, and I still think that that is a pretty good game. Darth Vader is how in ambitious that. it is. No, Darth Vader yeah, isn't in that. But <laughs> it's been so long, though, since that came out. So long. Right. So many people probably don't even know about that, that game. Is, yeah, but that doesn't mean we should just forget. I'm not saying like, we should yeah. just forget it, but this is like all people have now. Like, yeah. This like, is it. This like is even, it. This is all we will get. Even the Old Republic, which had its own fair share of people who had differing opinions on that game, I thought, in some ways, the way that they were trying to tell the stories of the individual classes Mm -hmm. and, like, the attention of detail that they were going, like, that was way more interesting. Like, when it comes to Battlefront, what I have experienced from it is, yeah, man, it's really fun being in Star Wars. Like, that's pretty shallow. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not shallow. Yeah. Shallow sells, baby. Shallow sells. Shallow sells. Don't you want to be a stormtrooper? Don't you want to fly the Millennium Falcon? Yeah. And I think why my re- like kind of yeah. yeah. You know, I think kind of. Yeah. Yes. I'm not going to say kind of I'm like yeah, I'll fly that. Mm-hmm. That looks awesome. Yeah. I'll uh, fly slave one. I do I want to talk a little bit more about microtransactions. I know we want I want we want that to be short. What's up, Jones? I just love I just love I'm like you're following like you know Huber's thing, and I'm like Fran Space, and I'm just like okay, like a hero ship would be really good because I'm editing the paragraph. Where he's talking about the hero ship, and like goes to slave one, like here we go, and like crashes into an asteroid. Like, <laughs> gosh, 
Classic Huber. <laughs> editing. So yeah, we should make that clear to the audience that you were you were editing that editing review. Editing the re- uh, yeah, the review that Huber wrote. And looking through Huber's raw footage. And there was some yeah, because there, there's that tension though. Like there would and especially like I, I like the I like the system now. To speak favorably of, of one aspect of Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do that. Not it, uh, before when you were wanted to be a hero ship or a hero character, you had to find an icon on the battlefield. And mm-hmm. that broke my heart so many times playing the first Battlefront. Because I'd be like running and be like, I should go over and I would like see him like, oh lightsaber, I can be Luke Skywalker. And some guy would just jump out of nowhere and grab it. I'm like, oh. And so like the times when I would, I was so scared. And you had to like kneel to like do it. Yeah, so like yeah. on the battlefield, like I like find something to hide behind and like, all right, I'm loading the hero. And uh, so by the time you actually get in that hero, I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I crash. How do you, how's it work now? Now you save up points. And oh, okay. then if you're like, all right, I want to be Chewbacca. Unless no one's Chewbacca right now on the field. You just, boop, you just hit the you button. Have, so basically you have you to earn up. being a hero, which mm-hmm. feels a lot more yeah. cool. Very smart. Rewarded update. for doing well. Can I get... So th- was the problem before that I could get those points with, without earning them? There were no them? points. You, you had no, to find just, an icon on the battlefield. It was a grab bag of like, oh, there it is, and then rushing to chase after that. Oh, sorry. I, I mean, in, in Battlefront 2, prior to removing the crystal You had to sales. purchase the heroes a lot of them, I believe, and they were super expensive. Oh, well... Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm talking about eight. I'm talking about activating them while you're in a mission. Yeah, buying the ability to activate them is a whole nother thing. Okay, that was it's all currency. There's mm-hmm. you're not going to ever go open a box and get a character. Yeah, that you're going to get emotes and skins and stuff like that and currency. You're also going to get currency from just finishing missions. You get up enough currency, you buy your heroes. Okay. Okay. Huber recommends buying Chewbacca first because he's the cheapest, and a lot of people don't regularly play as him. A lot of people, a lot of people saving up for the big ones. So. Yeah, I got shot by Chewbacca yesterday. I was like, dude, that was yeah. sick. Hold yeah, on, Brad. Right You're playing right now? Yeah, I play a little game. Play I will game. definitely play this game. I have not jumped in yet, but uh, probably over the holidays. I'm not I'll buying loot boxes. This is what I'm talking about. Like, it's still fun to play Star Wars, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's like really... Well, I have a group of friends that they did. this yeah. is appointment gaming for us. Like, there's, yeah. they're not going to miss this for the world. Yeah. But they're not going to buy Wolfenstein How am I going to spend in? How much am I going to kick myself for not unlocking Ray? I don't know. I'm going to negative with the positive. Yeah. I'm going to do my best. I don't think people should ever feel made to be ashamed for having a good time in a game. Yeah. And, like, yes, it's it's fun to just be Darth Maul, as you said. But at the same time, like, that's the thing, is I feel like we just constantly adopt this all-or-nothing mentality where it's like, if you're playing and enjoying Battlefront 2, you're a villain, and that's not right either. Right. But at the same time, like, I do think it's fair to demand a lot more of Battlefront sure. 2. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard not playing that and being like, oh, man, like, yes, this is fun, I'm having a good time, but think about what it could have been. I think I think you can have that mentality and still enjoy it. Yeah, Star Wars was very low stakes for me in the quality camp of what I expected. Right. I was just like, eh, I'll play this for a week maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, want, I want to transition into microtransactions though. I want to get in there. Mm. Because we got a spicy headline. One that, that Bloodworth messaged to me with the word spicy. Yeah. <laughs> and it is that Belgium the Gaming Commission of Belgium has determined that certain microtransactions are indeed gambling. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we can maybe, uh, well, no, we shouldn't have Jones read this because this is a translation that I got from PC Gamer. But anyway, uh, what they're saying is that, what's up, Jones? You are notably horrible translationists. Like, why, well, what? no, because well, no, it's not official. It's not an <laughs> oh, okay. official statement. Right. So it wouldn't be from their voice necessarily. Sure. Uh, the, the person who wrote this had a very funny title. Uh, Belgium's Minister of Justice. Whoa. Oh, Justice. Yes. It's like a Vertigo comic line. Mm-hmm. The Minister of Justice. Cohen Geens. Yep, that's his 
That's his name the before he becomes the minister. Minister of Justice. Uh, basically, mixing gambling and gaming, especially at a young age, is dangerous for the mental health of a child. Uh, they're going to well. try to ban in-game purchases uh, for children or or at least try to prevent... Sorry, they're, they're trying to either ban them altogether or just prevent children from playing them, uh, trying to get Europe to do that. Uh, obviously, no actions taken. Uh, so, panel, I, I, I'm going to come to you straight out from this pragmatic sense of I don't think this will spread. I think that it's really interesting. Um, Bloodworth showed us another article that uh, uh, Hawaii, the local government, well, the state government of Hawaii is investigating, is going to mm-hmm. look in and see, is this really gambling? Are is Should this be considered gambling? And then should we stop children, prevent children from doing it? Um, should games altogether stop doing this? Uh, so I guess I, I want the panel to chime in on that. Maybe I'm being too pragmatic there. Maybe like there, there could eventually be someone who says, no, this is illegal. This is gambling. Mm-hmm. And so I want to know where you all stand. Here are uh, microtransactions that are random gambling. Brad. Um, technically, I would say yes, because you don't know what you're getting. Right. It's a it's a gamble. And you can so you spend money on you it. You can spend money on it. Yeah, uh, you, you can throw your credit card I, at that. The thing about stopping kids from doing that is, like, if you're a parent, educate yourself. Take a second to look this up if it's a concern of yours. See what your kid's doing. Don't give them your credit card. Do something. Be a parent. Ouch. Brad. What? You're saying that p- parents who let their kids use credit cards aren't being a good parent? I'm not saying that all the time. Just have an idea of what they're doing with it. If you're concerned about it, investigate it. Mm-hmm. Don't just expect... Just don't... Like, they're blaming other people for their own faults if they're not investigating it. Like, I, I know there's probably examples where kids steal their credit cards or something like that without the parents' knowledge, maybe. Yeah. Like, that sucks. But, I mean... Educate yourself the most you can if it's a concern of yours. Mm-hmm. I think it's up to the parents to an extent to, yeah, to find out. And it's kind of funny to me, the, the parent perspective, because, yeah, I think you did at one point give your child permission to play this game. And then you find out, oh, wait, you're you're not yes. getting anything out of this. You just spent $20 and got nothing. Yeah. And so they're looking at microtransactions suddenly and like, oh, these make no sense. Which is funny because they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's people coming in. Uh Ben, do you see a future where potentially uh, uh, these sorts of microtransactions, random loot boxes, are deemed illegal? I think before Battlefront 2, I would have said no. Mm-hmm. I think if you just sort of looked at the trend, it seemed like we were heading towards this inevitable future where this this was just the new normal, where you, you just sort of had to accept... You had to deal with microtransactions. And I think it's really easy to, to say... And get on your high horse and be like, well, I, I never used them. Like, whatever, it's not a problem for me. People are making too big of a deal out of it. And it's like, no, it doesn't change the fact that this is predatory. That they, the whole reason that this exists is to get you to spend as much money as possible after you already spent mm-hmm. a lot of money to get the thing in the first place. As you said, like, you take a look at these systems. It's very easy if you spend any amount of time looking at it. And going, this is gross. Like, somebody should do something about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think if you look at the the level of noise that there was with Battlefront 2, because it was really a mar- remarkable level of yeah. noise. Good tweets. We, we have not... I don't think we've had a full price game with microtransactions receive this much flack yet. Mm-hmm. And when you have that, and then you have people being like, no, we want to like look into this on a legislative level... Yeah, maybe it is possible, and I, I hope it happens. What I, 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 it's interesting you use the word predatory, and Jones, we'll take this to you, because uh, 
The thing is, most people, the way that it's designed, most people won't buy microtransactions. And when most people say, I don't buy any, that's the design. It is the design. They want the people who can become addicted, the people who can be right. uh, 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 prey uh, to overspend. And so, I mean, you, you talk about uh, games with microtransactions that you like. You mentioned that earlier in this podcast. Uh, I assume those aren't predatory. And so I wonder what the difference is. I wonder like, how, to, how to draw that distinction. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Ben, you're the one that used the the term predatory. Like, you're I not think, ready to use that term. I think I I think I think the majority of my issues with the microtransactions in Battlefront have to do with how it's communicated, not necessarily like how the system works. Because you're not mad about how, how, the, system totally works? how the system works. Um. Uh. I've just. I've, yeah. I've just. I'm, I'm, I like. Again, I have not. I have not personally played Battlefront too, so sure, I've not sure, experienced sure. Okay. that grind. That All is right. very key. I have to put myself in a position where I'm like, I want that thing. I can't get that thing. What do I have to do to get it? I have not done that yet. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what, how much work. I have not played 10 matches in a row and really felt the the weight of how long it took to do those matches, mm-hmm. especially if I lost most of them. You know, it's yeah. like that's kind of demeaning. Um, uh, but, yeah, I, I, I it's tough because I don't really have an answer to that question. I had a whole different answer prepped. Just, just on what, the, was the, just, what was the answer just, you had prepped? Just the legality. Is this gambling? Oh, like, yeah, I, yeah. I think... And it's tough because it's not legally gambling. There's a lot of differences between mm-hmm. what's going on here and, and gambling. Yeah. Like if a parent says, they're like, you didn't get anything. You do get something. Like the whole point of gambling is that like I sat down, I put, you know, f- you know, $5,000 in the blackjack table. I walked away with nothing. I played one game and lost all of that money. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you might not have wanted that skin, but you did get something. You know, like it, right. is, it is a physical object and you are involved in a in a linear progression that there is more to it. Like if you, you know, like you might be, you know, belong to the Pachanga casino club, you know, and like you get points or something if you gamble, but like if you don't and you go into a casino and you gamble and you walk out, like again, I'm not, there's no single player campaign for that slot machine. Like there's no, I don't have other friends that I'm playing with online. Like, so there are things that it is connected to that. It's not just kind of like you and the box and then you're done. So it gets hairy with CSGO where the things that you win actually have value. Uh, with money, monetary value. Them all fucking yeah, yeah, there's no way to get money back. Right. And so with Star Wars, with most microtransactions, with loot boxes, you can't get money back. You you get things with zero value, and that's mm-hmm. the whole point, and that's what protects them legally. And so it is it is going to be a, 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 a stretch. The laws would have to change, uh, basically, for any of this to be considered legally gambling. But yeah, I just wonder if it is wrong. I wonder if it's something that lawmakers will have to intervene uh, if going forward. I think it is so easy to say to yourself, well, it's not a problem for me, and it's just video games, so it's not a big deal. I mean, yeah. there, there are certain things that when you talk about them, they just sort of feel like universally bad. Like, if we're talking about hard drugs and addiction, it has nothing but negative connotations. But when we yeah. talk about video games, it's this weird mixed pool where we just expect it to be good times, and if it's not a problem for us, we just say, like, oh, it's not a problem. But I remember two years ago... I was at a convention, and we went to this Indian restaurant to eat, and somebody was talking about League of Legends. And they were like, yeah, I spent $1,500 on <gasps> on just on heroes and skins and all of this stuff. And I don't have – I personally don't have any problem or crusade against League of Legends. But, like, the way – this kid was, like, way younger than me. He looked like he was a college-age kid. I don't know. I didn't personally talk to him, so mm-hmm. I can't verify that. But how do you say it? Was he ashamed or happy? It, it, it felt like a confession. Yeah. And that's whenever you hear these stories <laughs> mm-hmm. from people who spend way too much money on this stuff. Like, and I can even say this about Hearthstone. Where right. It's like the way that these, when you fall in love with a game, 
it is weird that you feel this sort of anxiety of, oh, I love this so much. I've put so much time and effort into it. I'm good at it. Therefore, I have to have everything. Like, that's that's not healthy behavior. Mm-hmm. And that is behavior that I think is very easy to succumb to that people are exploiting, and that's not right. Like, sure, you may not be a whale, but, like, I don't think we should encourage that or, like... I think we got to look out for everybody here. I don't know. It's yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't know. It's a dicey situation. I'm not saying this is the perfect like comparison, but for example, of alcohol, if some people have a problem with it, should we outlaw it for everybody? Kind right. of well, thing. But but alcohol is also like highly regulated. Like you, I mean, t- technically, yeah, it is. When I when yeah. I still when I buy alcohol, like, like I got to show an ID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to be what like 18 to use these cards or something like that, or. Credit cards? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, actually. sure, right. To apply yes. for one, yeah. yeah, something like that. You just have know. to speak whatever language. I mean, they could make it stricter down the line or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I can also go to Seven Eleven and buy a little PlayStation yeah, card. That's right true, now. I guess. But it's the other thing to keep in mind too is I hear a lot of ads for uh, casinos and for online services uh, for um, uh, something you're familiar with for hello fantasy yeah. leagues oh. that have betting. I thought you were about to say gambling addiction. Yeah. Because that's what you're about to get to, right? Is that every, at the end of every And at the end, yeah. they have their sort of like, if you have a problem with gambling, call yeah. 1-800-GAMBLER. And you're like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. And like messaging, they realize, like, we realize this is an issue. We are sensitive to it. We understand mm-hmm. that there are some people that have money that can do this, that can live this lifestyle, and that's totally fine. And they like that those people keep this casino running. What we don't want are people to come in that have a problem, that are away from their families, away mm-hmm. from their spouses. And, you know, like, you were at the casino all night? Like, we don't want that to happen. Yeah. Uh, and so, again, it's just the... It's just the messaging. So I, yeah, I so, mean, I wonder. It's not a perfect answer. I don't. I, I'm not. Yeah, I, I wish. But nobody's doing that right now. Nobody's trying to protect the people who become helplessly right. addicted to their games. Mm-hmm. That message certainly is not coming from EA. I haven't seen that it's from like, anyone. We could have a problem on our hands. They're yes. like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, well, all those people that spend money in Candy Crush, how much money they spend on that? Right. And seeing it coming out for that. And so it would I think actually be interesting for any publisher to come out and say like, hey, we're there for you if you are. If you yeah, is Blizzard going to come out for when people buy Hearthstone packs, they don't get the cards they want? Something like that. No. They're like, well, we're looking out for you. No. I want you to buy that pack. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. That might be the future. I think that uh I think I think that gaming will probably self regulate. I don't think this will become mm-hmm. a law, but I think that this heat on them will force them to, to and other yeah. companies to think about that too before yeah. they do it. I would be amazed if there weren't companies out there right now who saw the response to Battlefront 2 and be like, listen, guys, we got to take all this stuff out of our games. Yeah. Like, I, and that's, oh, you mean game, unannounced games unannou- right now? Uh, yeah. Unannounced games, games that you don't know about, games yep. that were, were planning to do all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. they, they absolutely are. The Anthem team at BioWare is like, uh. Oh, right. I'm sure, Jones. I'm <laughs> positive. What? Okay. But in my opinion, <laughs> uh, I think there are people out there that are probably sick of hearing about. Battlefront, uh, sick about hearing about microtransactions, but I honestly, like, this is how the system should be working. Like, people are making an outcry and real mm-hmm. changes happening. Like, yeah. that's, that's, yeah. Sure, it may not be done in exactly the way that you want it, but I, I think that that's pretty awesome. It is. Yeah. It is absolutely awesome. Speaking of awesome, it's time for love and respect. Love and respect. 
I feel like the last three times I was on here, we talked about loot boxes. I just had a horrible thought too. What's wrong? I said because I just I always think of the worst case scenario, like the Bring most it on. evil person Bring ever. It on. What's up? What if like a game comes out and they're like, "So we're announcing our game. Here's our game. Oh, just a heads up, we did have microtransactions in this game, but we thought that was a bad idea, that, so we took them out." Yeah. And they were like, "Did you really?" And like, "We didn't. I'm just saying we made that up as fuck." <laughs> you're like, "Oh, come on!" Like, no, no, no. I wonder if there's gonna be this whole like. If you're an indie developer, like releasing an indie shooter, like I would be like, no microtransactions. Yeah, no. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was like a recurring theme at E3, where you're like, yeah, yeah. we thought about microtransactions, but no, oh, don't you worry. know the Borderlands trailer. We're for the, trailer we're for the gamers. Yeah, they're gonna be like, yeah. like one character's gonna open up microtransactions, they're like, like blow it up with a grenade, like no microtransactions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, count on I it. Absolutely. Their yeah. big font, no microtransactions. Jones, I don't think anyone will lie about it, but I think those who did will brag about it. It's sure. like I when um, people were saying no DRM or something like that when that yes. was going on. A lot mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. DRM free. Let's do this one. Okay. Was The Last Guardian snubbed at the Game Awards? Hi, panel. As you know, the nominees are up for the Game Awards, and The Last Guardian is not nominated for a single category. Personally, I think it should have been nominated at least for Game of the Year, Best Game Direction, Best Art Direction, or Best Action Adventure Game. I know this was an especially good year. However, most of the categories I mentioned have at least one nominee that I feel is weaker than The Last Guardian. Is The Last Guardian simply not good enough to stand with these amazing games? Or is it a casualty of our own of its own release date? The Last Guardian came out last year but missed the cutoff for the 2016 Game Awards. Did people just forget how good it was? And does any game that falls into the December release window have a hard road to make it a goatee talks? Final Fantasy XV made it to the best RPG category. However, it had consistent stream DLC to keep it in public mind. Thank you for reading. Love the podcast. Love and respect. Drake Cummings. So, I don't it does. I don't think this discussion has to be about the Game Awards in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious about that. Uh, Last Guardian disappeared. is isn't isn't being talked about right now. And so I kind of want to talk about its legacy, not just in Game of the Year awards, though that part is interesting, but how the world feels about that game in particular a year later. Seems like a polarizing game from what I've heard from people. I hear yeah. people that love it, people that hate it. Like yeah. Even in our group, it's there. Yeah, I think there are a lot of people that legitimately don't like that game and have articulated why they don't like it, but I, I also have to wonder if there is a little bit of dogpiling where people who saw other people's opinions about it and then dogpiled on without actually having played it. Like mm-hmm. I, I, we, I got an email for Frame Trap the other day <clears> where they're like, hey, here's my opinion on these games, but I haven't actually played them. I just watched them on YouTube. Like I think that Whoa. honestly happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... <laughs> By the way, I think that's okay. I want to say I think that's okay. I, I think it is okay on a, on a personal level. I think... If you're like, hey, I, I, because I, I do think watching an entire game on YouTube, like that takes a fair bit of commitment and you really yeah. are seeing the game. It's not that you can't form an opinion on it, but it gets weird to me when these people who don't actually like, who just watch it on YouTube, they, they make that opinion broader than just themselves. Mm-hmm. We're like, no, it is absolutely bad. And I'm going to condemn everyone who doesn't mm. think that way. And then they didn't play the game. Like, I think, I think there's a limit. I don't know. I, I think using YouTube as a resource to make your own purchasing and time playing decisions is yeah. fine, but I don't know. To say a game is bad. Right. Uh, Jones, so let's say, I, I, here's what here's what I'm going to pose to you. I think if Last Guardian came out October 2016, it would have been nominated for more categories. I think it came out October of this year. I think we may have seen the exact same snub. Do you feel the same way? 
I don't. I, I don't know. I did not play the Last Guardian. I think it wouldn't uh, have seen as much snub. What's up? I think it would have done better. I think it would have slid in into at least in last one year? award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one yeah. or two. I think yeah. it would have po- it would have popped up somewhere. But do you I, think it, do you think it, it stands up to the games that were released this year? Uh, some ways, well, what, yeah. What cat- I, think so. I think it depends on categories as well. Like mm-hmm. where are you placing Les Guardian? What came out this year? I mean, there are only so many spots as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and this is Got an incredible cuts, year. Yeah. I like. On one hand, I, I don't want to. I think it is interesting to try to figure out the mentality and analyze. You know how cultural perspectives have shifted, but at the same time, like you can do this with so many things. Like you could look at any awards list and be like, "Well, why wasn't this here? Why didn't they talk about this this way? Why didn't this win?" And so I just awards award any award is innately flawed depending on your perspective. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Ben. Yes. Um, it's just and and one last thing about the Last Guardian I want to talk about is um its legacy. I think that. It's strange to me that it hasn't been remembered well, and I don't think it will be. I think it will be remembered as a disappointment. I don't agree. I think at the end of this console life cycle, people will prefer uh, the remake of uh, Shadow, uh, Shadow of the Colossus. They're, they're so different, though. The way these things have tails, though, man. Yeah? Like, Do you think eventually it'll pick up as they, more people give it a chance? Well, there are just so many things that if you look at the converse, the online conversation at the time and then where we are now, I think Mario Sunshine is an excellent example for that. Like, yes. I remember either just total apathy or like a, no, this is definitely not the follow-up to Mario 64 yeah. that we wanted. The and only now, good parts are the challenge and, rooms. And now you just hear this like gushing language, which I think is rightfully earned for Sunshine. Uh, you see that Maybe with- too gushing, because Sunshine's not that great. <laughs> oh. I really like Sunshine. <laughs> Me, too. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Anyway, yeah. uh, you see that with, like, even The Wind Waker, I think is an amazing example. Where, mm. like, the way people talk about The Wind Waker now, it's like there never was a controversy at all. Yeah, yeah. Like, and so, game. I think it is, like, maybe you're right, Kyle. Maybe at the end of this console generation, people are going to be like, ah, rah, rah, Last Guardian. But it's weird how these things spring up. Like, in 10 years, is there going to be this super vocal people group of people that catch on and, like, convince a bunch of other people that The Last Guardian is actually super great? Yeah. I don't know. I think Ueda has a very, like, specific fan base Yeah, that has a strong following for his games. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that <laughs> maybe... The window of the people who are talking about the game spread to larger than that, mm-hmm. and the Ueda fan base does love that game. Yeah. I get what you're saying, Brad. It's also hard because I think The Last Guardian is a great game right now. <laughs> oh, me too. Yeah, but. <laughs> me too. But I mean, you know, we're small voices in a huge. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, well, that's okay. S- yeah, it's okay. Ocean of voices. Yeah. Uh, Jones, why do you th- how do you think it's gonna be remembered next year? This year, t- next time, the next time next year, where do you think it's gonna stand? I think it'll probably. St- be about the same place it is now. Okay. Because I think when you have another Zelda game, especially something that comes along later and has a really distinct style, if you had, if they, if they had in some way tried to improve upon Wind Waker, if there was a game that was like almost universally agreed among Zelda fans, or like this was better than Wind Waker. It was like they brought boats back, they did the same design, and they just they just improved upon that concept. Galaxy 2. But every Zelda is really interesting and unique and is its own experience and so that brings up comparisons you know and and that's the type of franchise where it's it's common to get re-releases you get Ocarina of Time again on 3DS you get you know these other opportunities to play these games virtual console and stuff there's so many opportunities to to not only play games but then bring up that conversation what's your favorite Zelda I like this I didn't get a chance to play that other game where 
I think one of the things that suffered, and I, I hate to, to say this with, with Game of the Year, but I think word of mouth is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. I think games that come out in January are definitely uh, uh, fighting an uphill battle against games that come out in September and October yeah. uh, and November when it comes to when it comes to yeah. Dodies. And I think by the time from that moment that we found out the Last Guardian was coming back, when we were like, "Oh, it, re- oh, it's oh, they, look at that! They're oh, it's happening! Wow, look at there's a whole new trailer and like new yeah. scenes." There was nothing else to talk about. <laughs> mm-hmm. After that moment, we yes. were just kind of like, cool, it's happening. Yeah. And then the, every other trailer was like, right, kid. A second Trico. Trico okay. Stuff. All evil right. Trico with eyes. Great. Yeah. You know, like just yeah. wasn't a lot of like, whoa, did mm-hmm. you like look, like look at the English translation of the four characters in Final Fantasy 15. Wow, look at the expansions that they're talking about. Oh my God, look at Titan. You know, it's like there were so many new things that kept coming out that uh, I think now it, that's just kind of, there's just more buzz, you know, and it sucks. It sucks for goatees. But uh, it's not Jones. I think that's totally fair. I think you touched on something is that the game doesn't have much to talk about. We say the game's great. You you build a bond with that Trico. It is just complete. It you is, love that tells, thing or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you feel a connection because that's the thing. It's like a lot of people that, that critique that game. They're like, yeah, I, I was I was frustrated because I just I, I didn't feel like I had a connection to that thing. And like you're talking to somebody that like. I, I loved that thing. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, I can't say you're wrong, and yeah. you can't say I'm wrong. And yeah. So it's, it's a very interesting game to debate. Love that. Uh, let's do another Game Awards question. Okay. Uh, hey, allies, the awards season is on the horizon. And since, I uh, read that wrong, and since this year is looking like one of the best in gaming, I thought it would be a good time to reflect on the last 10 years and how 2017 actually stacks up. It's time to play... Which game of the year game won game of the year more than any other game that year game? Mm. What? <laughs> For each year, I'll provide a list of games, all goatee winners, and you will have to guess which won the most goaties that year according to the goatee Wikipedia page. Awesome. Not counting people's choice and such. I have included the last 10 years. Play as many as you'd like. Love and respect. Ilko Asnabruga. Feel free to correct me on that pronunciation. Okay, so we'll start easy. We'll start with 2016. I have four games for you. Inside, The Last Guardian, Overwatch, and Uncharted 4, Thief's End. Overwatch, so one of the which most. Which one game had? won more Game of the Year awards from multiple places? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Overwatch. Overwatch. Oh, I'd go Uncharted, but it might be Overwatch. It's Overwatch. There you go. 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uncharted 4 got six. Last Guardian got two, uh, including ours, yeah. Inside 1. 2015, Bloodborne, Fallout 4, Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, and The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Witcher 3. I'm going to say Witcher 3. I'm going to say Fallout 4. Ew, Brad. I mean, I think it's gross. It's Witcher 3. (laughs) I think it's gross, too. Yeah, I know, but you're like, uh, you know what? Uh, Just like, uh, journalists. It wouldn't be be my pick. (laughs) Yeah. Witcher 3 had 12, Bloodborne 4. Uh, like Fallout 4. 4, 2, and then Metal Gear Solid 5 had 2. Mm. Yeah. We are on the bottom. <laughs> we are in the. We are not in the popular crew when it comes to goatees. Oh, Bloodborne. We're, yeah, it's crazy that. Certainly in the year you're about to talk about, we're yeah. probably one, I mean, maybe. <laughs> but the, the, the debate between what was going to win that year. Witcher 3 and Bloodborne, like, it was down to the wire. It like, was like it one vote or something? Yeah. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah. 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 We were swinging. debate. Wing it. The VV doll. Yeah. Yeah. We should explain that. That was yes. so brutal. We had to come up with rules for like how we were going to handle that. And that was that. our conch shell. If you had the VV doll, that was Bloodworth's idea, right? Yeah. yeah, you were allowed to talk, and then no one else could talk while you were holding the VV doll. It was like a Mary Poppins game or something. Yes, <laughs> I think that was in response to the previous year's chaos. Let's go yep. in. Let's yeah. get in that previous year's chaos, in which we have Destiny, 
Dragon Age Inquisition, Hearthstone, and Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. I'm gonna say Shadow of Shadow Mordor. of Mordor, yeah. Brad, you got a guess? Dragon Sorry, Age would um, be my second guess, but definitely. Shadow I'm gonna say of Dragon Age. Mordor. It is Dragon Age. Yeah. Ten. Hey. Ten for Dragon Age Inquisition. How did that happen? <laughs> Uh, and I, I don't. I think actually, it's a good game. If we talk about in timing, if we talk about timing, that game had great timing. I think most of the people who voted it for Goaty, I think most of their staff did not finish that. I think there's no way. Was it like a November game? It was a or November something? game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that it just had Riding a really good high, first baby. impression. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people. Do you think it was like? Hey, Dragon Age is really great, and people just believed it. Or? Yeah, and yeah. like you put you put in that first hour, Dragon and you're Age like, is okay. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is cool. This is next gen Dragon Age. Um, the people who were shouting. About Donkey Kong were unheard. Uh, <laughs> well, they, I remember. I remember being that was. I was at Dice that yeah. year uh, at the um, uh, in Vegas, the awards, and I, I remember Dragon Age didn't win anything except Game of the Year. Yeah. It didn't win RPG. Yeah. Something else beat it out for best RPG. Yeah. yeah. And then it won Goaty. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was the year right. I was like, ah, Dragon Age. They're Dragon Age. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Shadow of Mordor did have five. Destiny had two. Hearthstone, one. Oh, yeah. Baby. GameTrailers.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not unproud of that, by the way. I'm not. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I will, that's I will, the way it goes. I will man. hold to that day I die. It was democracy. We voted. The fact that yeah. people were upset that it was a card game and how could a card game win... I hate that. I hate that argument, yep. man. Yeah. It's tough to have genre bias with Goaties. Be like, that genre can never win. Like, ooh, that sucks. Yeah. All right. 2013. Only big RPGs. Sorry. 2013. Bioshock Infinite. Ooh. Grand Theft Auto V. Mm-hmm. The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. The Legend of Zelda. A Link Between Worlds. What a year, by the I'm way. I'm crossing my fingers hard for GTA V. Uh, I believe it was. I fear it's The Last of Us. I'm going with Last of Us. Come on. Last of Us is amazing. I'm going with Last of Us as well. It is The Last of Us. Sorry, Jones. 16. Wow. Reliving that nightmare. You got to do Last of Us. Yeah. Oh, poor Jones. Boy, I think The Last of Us deserves it, too. That meeting could have used a VB doll, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, GTA V had seven. Bioshock Infinite, three. Link Between Worlds, one. What a classy pick, by the way. But I do think you're being a little cute. Because if you were to ask in 2012, I would have picked Bioshock Infinite. That's oh, funny. sure. Like Ooh. pre preconception, mm. post. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about 2012. Mm-hmm. In that year, we had Journey, Mass Effect 3, The Walking Dead, and XCOM, Enemy Unknown. Did you say XCOM? <gasps> XCOM, yeah. XCOM or Walking Dead? You got a pick, Brad? Can you say it one more time? Journey, Mass Effect 3, Walking Dead, XCOM, Enemy Unknown. I'm going to say Walking Dead. Journey! Whoa. Whoa! Journey 1 7, Walking Dead 4, XCOM 4, wow. uh, Mass Effect 3 Crazy. 2. Go Journey. Yeah. Go XCOM. Go yeah. Journey. You're right. Cool. It's a two hour game. Two hour games can't win, Goaty. Oh, don't. Again. You don't know, you but. do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 2011. <laughs> Ooh, this is a really interesting year. Minecraft. Oh. Portal 2. The Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim. And Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception. Skyrim. Skyrim, yeah. That's Skyrim. 15. Yes. Skip 15 for Skyrim. Yeah. 8 for Portal 2. 2 for Minecraft. 1 for Uncharted 3. Who did that? GameTrailers.com. Game <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> we, are, we, we are the lowest common denominator nice. every single time. That's really funny. All right. 2010. In that year, we saw Alan Wake, Mass Effect 2, Red Dead Redemption, oh. and Super Mario Galaxy 2. I love Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 2. And I think it I think it should be Red Dead Redemption, but it's Mass Effect 2. Yeah, I'm going with Mass Effect 2. Yeah. It was Red Dead Redemption. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've never been so happy to be wrong in my yeah. life. Yeah, that's awesome. 15 for Red Dead Redemption. Nice. 9 for Mass Effect 2, so it did very well. Mario mm-hmm. Galaxy 2 had 4. Alan Wake 1. 
Not GameDrillers.com. No, not GameDrillers. Um, do we Mass Effect that year? Sorry? Will we Mass Effect that year? Oh, good question. I, this doesn't say where GT I was. Think you guys I, I would fight for Alan Wake in most cases, but I don't think it's Game of the Year on that list. Oh, yeah. yeah. Galaxy 2, Murdhead, come on. Yeah, Mass Effect <laughs> 2 even. That's a good year. 2009. I think it might have been Galaxy 2, actually, but I don't know. Well, corrections next week. I think it was. I think GT gave it to Galaxy 2 that year. Yeah. Okay. Good on us. Yeah. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. You can defend it. If it's if you can defend it, sure. I, other t- otherwise it's like you're Were being you cute. No, I wasn't there. Uh, this is before me. 2009, Assassin's Creed 2, Batman, Arkham Asylum, mm. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, oh, boy. Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. Well, I'm going to say Uncharted 2. Oh, yeah. Fourteen for Uncharted Two. Yeah. Wow, Arkham Asylum had five. My Warfare Two had four. Assassin's yeah, Arkham. Two. Yeah, yeah, showing up at Goaties. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Two thousand eight. I love going back this deep. Fallout Three, Grand Theft Auto Four, Little Big Planet, or Metal Gear Solid Four: Guns of the Patriots. Not easy, right? Uh, uh, I think it's between Grand Theft Auto and. Uh, Fallout 3. GTA 4. I'm going to say Fallout 3. GTA 4. What do you got, Brad? I'm going to say Fallout 3. GTA 4, 8. Okay. Fallout 3, 7. It was oh. really close. Really, really close. Okay. Uh, Little Big Planet 4, Metal Gear Solid 4, 2. By the way, huge drop-off in number of... Uh, publications there. yeah yeah mm. like it's like the internet's growing and more people are doing yeah. goatees and more and more okay here we go 2007 that's the year of bioshock oh, yeah 2007 yeah, was yeah. Bioshock. that's big, the big winner. year rock band call of duty 4 modern warfare oh, oh man portal. portal portal the orange box came out that year <gasps> five games one box super mario galaxy Shiza. i think galaxy. bioshock won the most oh i'd say galaxy right you got a guess bioshock it's very interesting. Bioshock had nine. Galaxy had seven. Portal had six. Call of Duty had three. So it was Bioshock. Yeah. Yeah, it was Bioshock. That's it. That's the end of the game. Very fun crazy. Game. That yeah, was a good cool. game. I would, let's, like, let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. Yeah, that's a good game. Um, all right. It is now time for bets. Last week's bet, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, came out on Friday, November 17th. Which one will be higher on Amazon.com's bestsellers list? And uh, to break the tie, what, where will it be? Jones, you said Sun at number five. Ian said Moon at number eight. Damiani said Sun at number one. I said Moon at number four. We did do that last year. Uh, sun was first last year. Sun was first this year. Oh. Uh, Ultra Sun was at number 10. Ultra Moon was at number 14. That means, just to rub this in, Jones, you got another win. <laughs> that is uh, Purple Platypi 19, Red Eagles. Oh, sorry. Purple Platypi 19. <laughs> Red Eagles 28. <laughs> Our Platypi is just sad. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, there's no point in the bets anymore for the rest of 2017. Uh, we Jones, we won. You won this war. To listeners, Jones gave me a wink after that. Ding. Let's stop that. Uh, so, I'm introducing a new segment in place of Time for Bets. It's called Bonus Opinion Jam. Now, this I just want quick, hot opinions from the panel. The best opinion we'll get to sign off for the show. What? Yeah. A quick, hot opinion? I want your quick, hot opinion. So, no, I'm, I'm going to prompt you. Final Fantasy 15 added in multiplayer mode called Comrades. Will comrades last? Brad. It'll do decent. I don't know why I'm not seeing it on Final Fantasy 16 instead, though. Ben, will comrades last? What is the time frame for last? 
like last just hot take just i need a hot take man no it won't because there's too much competition it's a game that i think doesn't it it won't receive the support that it needs to to really compete in the long term jones will comrades last no uh the hardcore fans are playing it they will they will play that no matter what but uh i think ben put it very well uh and we'll second that statement that there's just too too much damn good stuff out there to check out uh, to play a game from 2016, even with a cool new mode. I'm going to give best bonus opinion to Brad because he said, I need. I need we're 16. Yeah, we're 16. Why are you doing this? That's a, yeah, Why that's, are you still working on this game? Why are you doing this? Where's 16? Do you have a plan? You got a plan? Where's Kingdom Hearts? Oh, they got a plan. Where is it, Square Enix? They got a plan. 15-2, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's the plan. All right. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, bonus opinions. So uh, let me talk about patreon.com slash easy eyes real quickly because that is a website. That is a URL. Well, yeah, that's a URL. Uh, you can go to uh, to find out more about easy allies and how you can support us and how we can do things for you in return. How we exist. We exist because of patreon.com slash easy allies. Uh, just in terms of this podcast. If you are a $5 patron, meaning giving us $5 a month, uh, you can get this podcast three days early. You get it on Wednesday instead of Friday, uh, and you can submit to Love and Respect. Those all come from our patrons of the $5 and up tier. Uh, Brad, how'd you do on your goal of being a good boy? I think I was a good boy. You were a good boy. Excellent. It's confirmed. Ben, how did you do on your goal of never thinking about, what was the thing? Animal Animal Crossing. Crossing. Animal Crossing. Better than I thought, yeah. still thought about it. We talked about microtransactions. For a great deal, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think at the beginning, like before we got into the topics, I was thinking about it a lot. Oh, okay. Um, but then once we got into Valkyria and the microtransaction stuff, that, no, I wasn't thinking about it. Great, wow. Jones, how did you do on your goal, Ronnie, your goal? Uh, to get a little James Hetfield in there. Yeah, oh, how'd you do on that goal? I did it. Did it in podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If Ben approved, it, was, it was, yeah. not was not even a little. It was not even a little. You committed to you it. You committed to it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of commitment, I finally got to debut my impression of Saul Goodman. Uh, rave reviews. I'm checking out the comments Dude, now. Knocked out of the park. Yeah, yeah. They're very, very Insane. into it. Yeah. I'm known for my impressions. I thought the show was on mm-hmm. in the background. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked really hard on this. I studied. I watched the, like, the way his lips move. Kyle, I'm yeah. going to say this. Huh. You, you got a gift. the tragedy of yeah. that character. You have wow. a gift, Kyle. Thanks. Don't yeah. let this go to waste. Do you think this might become bigger than my Trump? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Whoa, okay. Like, every impression you do... Yeah. Just exceeds the previous one mm-hmm. by a mile. Cool. All right. Some people say impressions, you know, they're just funny stuff. Yeah. yeah. You make it an art. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, panel. Like, if Telltale makes a Better Call Saul game, mm-hmm. you better be Saul. Oh, yeah. Top you top need course. to be Saul. Okay. Better you got Kyle. this. <laughs> Brad? Yes. Because you had the best bonus opinion, you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. <laughs> you get oh. s- you get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. You get to share your Twitter handle with the world. And uh, you get the final word on anything you want to uh, reiterate, anything you've disagreed with, or anything that just pops into your head right now. Um, My Twitter is... Oh, yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. He's a good boy. This is good boy, Brad. No, Don't you do that. Podcast's over, I had, I, had a, I had a thing, yeah. Uh, my Twitter is uh, at BradleyLC7. Uh, video I want to promote is Tabletop Escapades. We're getting near the end. It's getting real spooky. I'm scared every episode. I don't know mm-hmm. what's coming. Yeah. Um, what was the other stuff? Oh, opinion. Um, I'm just going to say it feels good that Valkyrie Chronicles 4 is announced. Mm. That was a feel-good moment, and I'm real happy. 
I didn't think that would have happened again. I thought it was over. I like being on a podcast with you. But you know, it just <laughs> came. It it happened. We rolled into existence, the fans. <laughs> uh, yeah, so no longer good boy. <laughs> Naughty boy mode. <laughs> Strong language incoming. Uh, could be kind of loud also. So be warned. In honor of my boy, General Hux, who has pretty high diplomacy on this and intelligence. <laughs> A better fighting ability than I expected. For listeners, Brad is holding a, a trading card of General Hux himself yes, right now. that Brandon brought me. Thank yep. you, Brandon. Uh, this is not a 100% accurate quote, but it is what I thought of in my head mm-hmm. immediately when he said this, because it's so great. I will do the best I can. Fuck the Republic and fuck the Senate! Fire! I am enjoying these microtransactions.